hi guys welcome to life lessons with nono the believer's perspective happy new month everyone it has been a long minute how is everybody doing how are you doing how is life how is ministry how is work how is your boo how is your bae <laughs> anyways it is my birth month on the 30th of this month nono was born and because it is my birth month i pray for you this month i pray that you walk in the spirit and that you walk by the spirit amen so today's episode is is very interesting every episode is interesting but today's episode hmm i'm sure you're wondering what is the near believer what does the near believer mean which one can be near believer again don't worry we'll get right into it so create a picture in your head so there's a guy he believes in god he believes that god created the heavens and the earth he also believes that jesus is the son of god so he believes that jesus christ died for him and you know took away his sins but what he does not believe is that jesus christ finished the work so he thinks that he has to work hard in order to make heaven so he thinks that heaven is a reward <laughs> for his working hard so he doesn't believe that salvation is a free gift he does not even comprehend that salvation is free so what this is what is even ironical the more that he works hard the more that he falls into temptation and you know why because he does this by his strength you know so this is who the near believer is the near believer is somebody that is neither hot nor cold neither white nor black so he is warm and he is gray so he is in between he he's in between he he does not really believe so that is why he is called the near believer now let's talk about the believer who is a believer so the believer is somebody that believes in the finished works of Christ the death burial and resurrection of Christ the person that believes that Christ has paid it once and for all someone that believes that it is by grace that he saved and not by works so that is who the believer is now you see the near believer and the believer so the believer is somebody that receives the life of Christ somebody that has ultimate ultimately <laughs> ultimately become a new man in Christ right so the moment you receive the life of Christ you became a new person old things are passed away and as the scripture says therefore if any man be in Christ he's a new creature all things are passed away behold all things are become new so a believer is a new man in Christ a man that has had his past taken away his sin taken away the shame taken away a brand new man I remember when um Jesus told Nicodemus that he had to be born again. He did not understand the concept of being born again. He felt like he had to go into your mother's womb to be born again. But as we know, being born again is believing that Jesus Christ died for you and receiving his life. So the moment you receive the life of Christ, you are brand new. So God does not see you as somebody that has sinned. He sees you as a spotless, blameless lamb. He basically sees Christ when he sees you. 
so let's get let's 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 start the gist proper people think that people believe that okay i have received the life of christ yes i am a believer let us call it a day so the concept of being a new man in christ is not really practical in their lives it's not it's not really evidence it's just something that is more theoretical by the grace of god i recently <laughs> and i mean it god recently opened my eyes to see the depths in this simple scripture therefore if any man be in christ is a new creature all things are passed away see in every sense this scripture means that it is not just your sins that were wiped away it is that any character trait that does not align with god is passed away like everything that is not a fruit of god or a fruit of god's spirit is passed away so now i am a very sensitive person naturally so there are certain things that you cannot say in front of me please don't say sensitive in front of me but recently i told god sensitivity is not that's not my reality right being sensitive is not my reality or being a sensitive person or being an overly sensitive and emotional person is not my reality in christ and it took a while for me to get here because i used to excuse a lot of things so i could react in a certain way and trust me my feelings are valid so if someone upsets me and i have an outburst my feelings are valid and i know that some of us can relate with all of this so somebody upsets you and you are really really angry and then you start screaming you're like you did this to me trust me those feelings are actually valid but that's not who you are that's not who you are that is really not who you are you're a child of god and because you're a child of god you have received the spirit of god and you have the fruits of the spirit inside of you so you have to get your head with the program so instead of excusing certain behaviors you just tell yourself this is not who i am so i started to tell myself that mm -mm, this is not who i am because anger should not be found in a believer anger is not a fruit of my born again spirit maliciousness is not a fruit of my born again spirit you know malice is not a fruit of my born again spirit yes this person may have hurt me you know hurt me so bad and in all of according to the world standard according to the world's view this person ought to be cancelled straight up but guess what wwjd what would jesus do jesus wouldn't want you to throw that person away now don't take don't take this the wrong way i would still set up boundaries i still have boundaries but even if somebody slips off and breaks my boundaries <laughs> there's a certain way to react and this is what i want you to know you are not who your environment says that you are you are who god says you are so i am working on a personal development um schedule you know i have things that i've written down how to you know improve myself in various ways so the other day i asked myself who am i 
and i wrote some things down and i wrote yeah i am a believer i also wrote that my values my belief systems make up who i am so what i believe in is the core of who i am you know and I started to see that even though I may have been brought up in certain under certain conditions in certain environments that may have influenced a certain behavioral pattern in me being a new man in Christ those traits should not be found in me for example hypothetically speaking I grew I grew up in a family where there is no love and you know everybody has to work hard for acceptance you know and nobody like saying i love you is like a huge taboo <laughs> so it's hard for me to express love and now i found christ or christ found me <laughs> and i believe in christ and i received the life of christ my new nature is love because the bible says in first john 4 17 as god is so we are in this world and if you read the scripture from the chapter if you read the chapter from the beginning to the end you see that god is love and because god is love so are we so now i have received the life of christ i have automatically become love so even though i grew up in an environment where it was hard to express love being a new man in christ i get to express love now it's not just going to come upon me like that it has to be something that i take into my consciousness which is what i'm going to be talking about i'm going to be talking about the fruits of the believer so it's something that has to be taken into my consciousness it's not something that i have to leave bare it's not something that i have to ignore it's something that i have to deliberately tell myself because the truth is your spirit is what is new your spirit is what is renewed so your spirit is new your spirit is you know spotless there is no blemish on your spirit your spirit can never ever be corrupted but you have to take from within you and put upon so you have to draw from your spiritual reality into the earthly realm ah no no <laughs> So you have to draw from your spiritual reality into the earthly realm. So you have to tell yourself consciously, I am love. As God is, so am I. You know, we 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 when we speak this scripture, we're like, as God is, so am I. God is powerful. I am powerful. Yes, God is love, and so I am love. So it does not matter what I do, it does not matter what comes my way. I am love so that is what the believer is the believer is somebody that has received Christ somebody that walks in the spirit somebody that knows who he is in Christ so now we're going to be talking about the fruits of the believer and I know that we've left the near believer for a bit but let's talk about the fruits of a believer see one fantastic thing about this life that we have is that this life is by the spirit of god this life is not carnal this life is not fleshy this life is we literally are on a cruise and god is steering the ship that is how it ought to be like the believer's life is a life of surrender 
right so i'm going to be reading the scripture from <clears throat> excuse me romans chapter 8 verse 9 it says but you are not controlled by your sinful nature you are controlled by the spirit if you have the spirit of god living in you and remember that those who do not have the spirit of christ living in them do not belong to him at all quick question do you have the spirit of god in you yeah 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 you have the spirit of god in you i'll take it to another scripture ephesians 1 13 it says and now you gentiles have also heard the truth the good news that god saves you and when you believed in christ he identified you as his own by giving you the holy spirit whom he promised long ago so do you have the spirit of god you have the spirit of god so when you said yes to jesus you were you were stamped with you were crested i like to use the word crested you were crested with the holy spirit like boom take so you received the holy spirit you received power inside of you so you have the holy spirit inside of you and then let's go back to romans 8 romans 8 says that you are not controlled by your sinful nature so a man that is in christ is controlled by the spirit of god that is inside of him and that amazing and that amazing like you don't have the mechanism to sin anymore like that nature is taking away you have a new nature and that new nature is the nature of christ and christ works in us through his spirit and by his spirit now i'm going to take you to another scripture mm -mm -mm. Ezekiel 36 27 it says and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and ye shall keep my judgments and do them the spirit of God is inside of you and the spirit of God inside of you enables you to live righteously the, the spirit of God inside of you strengthens you it's like who glory to God glory to god you don't have to strive for anything you don't have to struggle for anything because you have the spirit of god this month in my church celebration church we're learning about the holy ghost and it has been so amazing because we need to be reminded we need to drop it in our consciousness every single day that we have the holy ghost and it is the holy ghost that is at work in us it is the holy ghost that preserves us is the holy ghost that strengthens us is the holy ghost that stabilizes us in him so you don't have to struggle to want to be righteous you don't have to it's not about your effort you know it's not about your striving it is not by power nor by mind it is by the spirit of god it is by the spirit of god so sin is far from you and i want you to know this because it is one thing to make a mistake and it's another thing to leave your mistakes and relieve your mistakes and to live in sin so the believer can be tempted and may slip into sin but it is an error for you to remain there you know why because you have the mechanism of christ inside of you christ was on earth christ went through every single thing that we are going through right now and guess what he did not sin so imagine that 
Christ's spirit, that excellent spirit is inside of you. It's a consciousness to have. It's a consciousness to have. It's very important because it reminds you and it validates you all the time. And there's this scripture that I love so much. I it says the spirit of God bears witness with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. The spirit of God bears witness with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. Whoo! You have the spirit of God, and the spirit of God produces fruits in you. So there is a distinction between you and a man in the world. People should not have to doubt. People should not have to try to figure you out. You know, it's it's okay to have you know a little bit of mystery. I mean, I love a mysterious man. Hallelujah. <laughs> but people should know what you stand for. It's either you're a believer or you're not. I remember in my primary and secondary school, whenever we had exams, they would tell us to sit in a particular way. So in a particular way now wow <laughs> what is with me and this ebotic grammar this afternoon so they'll tell us to sit in a particular way so two people sit on a desk but they'll tell you to shift to the extreme so you have one leg outside of the desk and one leg inside the desk we call it one leg in one leg out so the teacher would just come into the class and shout everybody one leg in one leg out you cannot be that way with god it's either you're in or you're out you cannot be one leg in and one leg out at the same time so you don't only serve god or you don't only remember god when it serves you so the near believer is somebody that only remembers God when it serves him. So first of all, his foundation, his belief system is already flawed. So he thinks that he has to work hard. And the more that he works hard, the more that he is weary. And the more he is weary, the more he slips into temptation. So you see that there is no, he has not gotten the revelation that it is the spirit of God that works in him to will and to do, you know, to will and to do of God's good pleasure. So he has not come to the full understanding of that knowledge and so he does whatever he likes so he would go to the clubs he would probably drink he would probably smoke and now there was a day that i was you know meditating on something some things and i said god i've tried you know you know when you get to a point where you you are exhausted you should not be exhausted but you guys i'll be real with you it's life lessons with no no so you've been following a particular person for a while and you pray with this person you studied with this person and somehow it looks like this person is um, you also pray for this person but somehow it looks like this person is still in the world you know if sometimes the person comes to you and says okay let's this is what i believe in now let's study with the word so you preach the gospel to this person you pray with and for this person and you notice that Omar, it seems like this person is still where he he has been so one year has passed and I, i'm just i was just meditating on it and my spirit said the holy spirit said you can take a horse to the stream but you cannot force it to drink water that's a very popular idiom and every 
I was like, nah, it can't be the Holy Spirit. How would the Holy Spirit say such a thing? I was like, God, now you talk this kind of thing. And he said it again. The truth is, your spiritual growth is your responsibility. Mm. 